All right, hello everybody and welcome to The Kitchen Table. I am Justin White. I am your amateur podcaster today. I am sitting here with driver engineer Kevin Farher. Thank you for uh, jumping in on this. We we kind of put you on the spot, but you are uh, you're now a willing participant. Did so I did I really have a choice? Not really. Not really. Not so really. I'm here. But you're here, but now you're going international. Your name <laughs> is going over the airwaves all over the country. And Lieutenant Josh Talbot is joining us today from the training division. And my timer broke, so I got to sign back in. There we go. Okay, we're doing a quick hit today, and we're talking about search. Um, we Our last quick hit was a... Uh, related to 360 size ups and this is related to a little bit towards 360 size ups as well um, the first one we did with lieutenant lynch uh, was what are we looking for from the perspective of command what i want to talk about today is what we're looking for when we show up we're sizing up a building in relationship to search i think you know in the past um, we were there was a time in our department when we said you know the building's not clear until i say it's clear well, that's true to a point, but rather than just running in the front door and heading left or right, how can we target that search and make sure our search um, is the most beneficial it can be? So my first question is, when you're arriving on scene, what are we looking for when, we, when we're targeting our search or we're beginning our search size up? Go ahead, Kevin, you can start. Um, well, from my perspective, as as the driver um, on the ladders team, we obviously have uh, a couple things to think about. Search is in our wheelhouse, mostly from the exterior. VIS, you know, obviously being <coughs> the main form of search we're going to do um, from the exterior. Um, ventilation, you know, pops up. That's part of our wheelhouse too. But um, when we're thinking about search when I see, I, I guess the biggest thing for me is when I see a house with the <clears throat> main egress cut off by fire or, you know, a forcible entry issue uh, that is going to delay that initial search team, our irons team to get interior, then the VAS really pops to the top of my mind. And then, um, like we've talked about for years, we're, we're targeting those areas where we're most likely to find those victims. So, I use like we talked about earlier, is like bedrooms, hallways, you know, pass egress, stuff like that. So from the exterior with the ladder steam, we're able to accomplish a lot of those tasks and um, try to size up the windows as we're going around. Now, usually when I get off, I'm delayed, obviously, because I, I am trying to get packed up and get my stuff together. But my ladders partner um, is usually ready to go. So what I usually tell them, unless they're like a really young and uh, inexperienced, um, is go see what the Charlie side looks like. Give me a size up of that. I'll meet you back probably in the front yard. Or, you know, if there's any immediate rescues, I always tell them, then you do that. I'll come find you. Their exterior, you know, I know where they are. Um, and so we try to, I try to get those ladders up fast. Um, and usually most of the firefighters in the way we were pretty aggressive with that stuff, we get going pretty quickly. And then when we meet up, <clears throat> it's a quick uh, look at the size up for ventilation versus search for me. It's like, are, are, do we have a search team in there yet? If not, okay, let's, let's do some searches. Ventilation, 
um, it's it, it's like that gray area that's hard to without seeing the house sometimes you know or seeing like right now if we were looking at a picture I could probably tell you what I do but um, on some of the fires we've been on that yeah maybe it's extended in the attic but we're not getting that search done and we want to get that life safety taken care of first so when we're looking at the windows obviously anything with fire blown out it's kind of a write-off right anything with uh, maybe smoke stained or smoke those those are a possible go especially if they're bedroom like type windows I'm not I'm not looking at the front of the house and the living room areas and stuff like that I'm looking for those bedrooms that I can extend into the hallways in the in the living space if I if I can from a VS from exterior so like we had initially talked about too when we we don't necessarily know if that window's a go or no go until if it's intact still until I break it and I see what happens with that right if it's smoke that lifts that's in there um that's that's a pretty good sign that I can get in there and probably isolate that room and uh, if it's if I break it and it's clear then that's a definite go um, anything that I break and I let it breathe for a second and then it it starts flashing that's probably a no-go room right mm -hmm. we're not going to go diving into fire or anything like that or something that's going to flash in the next couple seconds problem is though now I created that then opening right yep. so there's a give and take with that stuff but um, for the most part, I think we can communicate that to the host teams, let them know that we've created that vent opening. And um, we have very aggressive nozzle teams now that are very good at flowing and moving and getting those, that fire knock back. <clears throat> so even when they start moving interior, I might see a change in those windows as I'm going. So they're hitting the fire or something like that, and that smoke changes, and I can go, okay, come back to that window, and maybe let's go check this window out now. Mm -hmm. That I've seen that happen a couple of times. But sure. um, uh, but from a ladder's perspective, I'm just looking for those pockets of very um, targeted windows, so bedrooms and, like I said, anything I can extend out in the hallways and stuff. Sure, and I think, I think ladder's crews are getting better at search and better at, um, you know, targeting their searches um, simply because we go all in for search a lot more now than we used to. Mm -hmm. So it's not a strict two vent or four vent anymore um, where the ladders crew is doing outside work exclusively. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of times the first in truck is going, hey, we're going all in for search because we have a known, you know, uh, imminent, you know, life hazard yep. uh, inside. So we need to get people inside quick. So, yeah. How about you, Josh? What do you think? <clears throat> I think, you know, really it kind of ha all has to start like at the kitchen table, right? When we're all talking yep. with our crews and talking about our expectations are talking to our battalion chiefs. Um, so that way they have an idea of what our thought processes are and we know what their thought processes are on, on those kind of events. So when we show up that 360, like you're talking about, um, I think our department does a really good job of getting multiple 360s. So we're really kind of getting a full picture and because things change too, right? Either yeah, they've got water, absolutely. On the, water on the fire or they haven't got water on the fire yet. And, those things that we may have seen as like a, a possible go may not be a go by the time we get back there to do it. But the quicker we make those decisions, the better impact we'll have and to give them the, their best chance for survival if they if they are inside and in a survivable space. Um, I think, you know, the the big part to that is is just recognizing those go or no go situations, right? And yeah. then recognizing that like 
our words matter when we do size ups, right? If we show up on scene and we say this structure is fully involved, what does that do to the truck company that's coming in that hasn't seen it yet? Mm-hmm. It kind of puts them in that defensive mode a little bit. So you, I think saying that we have fire showing, you know, from all sides or fire showing from three sides, we're yeah. still looking for any targeted places that we can search. Mm-hmm. And I think a big piece that we've really added into it that is more recent for us is extending off of the VIS, right? Yeah. Or the part of that VIS is not just isolating the room, but searching that path of egress right outside the room if possible. Um, but I think that's where we have to be very disciplined as a crew though. Um, and I'll let the battalion chief know what we're doing if we are planning to extend because, you know, they're ultimately responsible for what's happening, yeah. you know, and if they don't know where we're at, then there's no way that we can truly um, meet their expectations if we're just all over the place and it's hard for them to figure out what's going on. Exactly. So, so. yeah, I mean, I think we have, uh, you know, I'm certainly not suggesting that, you know, we don't go in the front door and we don't clear the building. I mean, primary search and secondary search of 100% of the building is required all the time. Uh, but I do like the target approach. Like, let's look at, you know, the opportunities that we have and the probabilities, you know, that we know from the science now mm-hmm. um, and go for those first. I mean, we know most most victims are found in bedrooms or, you know, egress paths, right? So let's go to those first. Let's not, you know, necessarily go to the kitchen because if they're in the kitchen, they're probably they either ran into it <laughs> or because they were disoriented or, you know, yeah. Who knows why? Like yeah. usually they're awake when they're in the kitchen, so they'll they'll leave, right? Yep. And that's uh, what but, our, the, but the people in the bedrooms won't. You know, they'll catch them by surprise. Right. And that's what our search SMEs really teach, right? When yep. they, they go through, and that that's the nice thing is, you know, we have those people instructing during the academy, so our people are learning it right off the bat, and they teach, you know, if the hose line's going to the kitchen to put the fire out, well, the hose line can find victims in that path egress. So, yep. if you go in, our targeted search should be the hallways and bedroom yep. right away. So you're not just blankly saying like you said right hand left hand just kind of arbitrarily going mm-hmm. you're looking at the layout of the house and you're really trying to target those areas that the data has shown where victims are found yeah and like you said at the kitchen table that's a good time like when we start doing our size ups and we bring up pictures of different houses by levels tri levels tri levels with the basement knowing where those areas are before you run into that house i think is so much i mean it, that knowledge helps so much when you get there because then you're not thinking you already know i know when i go in and looking at this tri-level that the you know the upper floor is going to have all the bedrooms you know i know the living room is going to be downstairs i know the kitchen's probably straight back from the front door just from going in those houses all these years and on your medicals and whatever and just sizing stuff up at the kitchen table i think helps so you're not surprised by that stuff not saying that we don't find houses that are cut up and all sorts of stuff you know but you kind of know the passive egress and stuff before you even enter those houses. And like you said, starting at the kitchen table is so huge. Yeah, it allows for that quicker um, decision-making. And mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest piece, right? Because if you go around the back, you're like, I think that might be one that we could search. Mm-hmm. And then you're kind of debating and you're talking about it. Like, that's time we're losing, yep. right? And so I think having that discussion with your company officer and battalion chiefs, so they know, like, yep, that's what I would expect from you or know this is what I need you to consider, mm-hmm. you know, then that way you know and you can make that decision, you know, a lot quicker, which then in turn gets us into those spaces a lot faster to hopefully um, make a better impact. Yeah, and and the one thing with VIS that I always tell my ladder screw too is usually 
when we're VISing and we have a house that, like you said, not fully involved, but we have poc- like most of it's involved. We have three sides involved. So I'm like, just remember, you know, when we're doing VIS, we do have fire blow us most likely. Like we are going into a really bad spot without any hose lines, but we're doing it for a reason. Um, so it's just realizing the situation you're going into and being, you know, diligent, diligent about, you know, sounding the floors and, and, and getting in there fast and getting back out and isolating yourself. Um, is is really important and not forgetting those you know basic things we teach you from day one is huge on those i think i think we have a lot more skills and techniques than we had before too i mean you know when we started it was like left hand or right hand you know yeah. and stick you know hold on to your partner's foot and but now we've got you know, we've got left hand, right hand, but we've got split searches and VEIS and extended VEIS. So we give you a lot more tools and a lot more, allow a lot more techniques and a lot more latitude based on what we know about fire now. Yeah. Um, but at that same time, that comes with some higher expectations. Um, we're expecting people to work on this stuff outside of the, the emergency incident and be good at it when they arrive and good at all of it not just some of it, because that's, you know, that's what we hang our hat on is uh, becoming efficient at that and using these tools and techniques to, to find those folks and get them out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's definitely different from when we started. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just, and that's good. That's that's just the evolution of the fire service. And yeah. that doesn't make, you know, you know, I haven't been on a fire, fire truck or fire engine for seven or eight years, right? And so things have changed a lot in those seven or eight years, and it'd be um, naive of me to say that, well, my way's better just the way I learned it. I mean, it just it's pretty obvious that the way we do things now is better than it was before, um, but think, also the expectation's yeah. higher. And the other thing is I think from when we came on, all three of us, really, I think the consistency of training has gotten a lot tighter as mm-hmm. well. So that helps, you know, facilitate those skills with everyone being kind of on the same level and stuff. Whereas, you know, we kind of had a, we were treading water for a while, it felt like, and then people are showing us stuff and you're like, oh, that's neat. <laughs> so I yeah. didn't know that before, but now all that's coming to fruition in the training academies and then all the companies, you know, being consistent with their training, I think has helped a tremendous amount with uh, how, we, how we operate on the fire ground now. And I think that's gonna show when we get on incidents you know, mm-hmm. not just in our searches, but the viability of people when we pull them out. Um, you know, in the future, I think we'll see a rise in that, hopefully, um, because we're more efficient and more targeted in our search. Yeah. Yeah. Anything I forgot? I don't think so. I don't think so. Kevin? Nice, nice, nice you, quick hit. You forgot to, yeah, not invite me for the next one, right? No, I've forgotten that. Yeah. Okay, dang. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for the quick hit. Uh, enjoy the conversation at your kitchen table. Uh, train, train a lot on search. It's it's the, arguably the most important thing that we do. Um, uh, the citizens would argue that as well. Um, so look at all those techniques. Look at all those um, tools that we give you for search now, and become masters of your craft, especially where search is considered. So thanks everybody. Have a good day.